0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to Keeping It Blunt. Another episode here with a very special guest, FF Hustler 420 on Twitter, the Fantasy Football Hustler. You could find him Twitter. I'm sure Instagram is why I know he's on his YouTube. He's on Twitch, just said he was an affiliate on there. So make sure you're following him everywhere. You can see at right there. FF Hustler420 on the Twitter. You can see me right here at Perry Aston and Caleb to my right at CHS Null. Make sure to follow our podcast page at keeping it underscore blunt. And of course, brought to you by Unwrapped at Unwrapped Sports, Twitter, Instagram, unwrapsports.com Find us on YouTube, Twitch. You can find us everywhere. Facebook. Please go like our page, subscribe to our YouTube, and stay in the loop with all of our videos from the network. We got tons of stuff going on. Caleb just got off Saturday standouts. He always has it right before this show. So you can check out that college football mock draft there with draft season coming upon us. That was from the last one, but just wanted to thank everyone for jumping in and joining us. It's going to be a great show. What up, Caleb? How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing good, man. Um, Took my car into the shop yesterday, you know, just a little check out after I just got her. You know, everybody found that out last week. So uh, good news. I only have to pay 350 bucks. Bad news is I have to pay three hundred fifty bucks. So um, it's all right. It's nothing serious. Oh, you know, it's nothing like I had to replace my engine or replace an alternator or something crazy expensive like that. But you know, um, part of having a car again, I love it. Just shedding money here and there. So uh, just good stuff, man. Just enjoying the car, enjoying life right now. Um, went and saw some beautiful nature. It's starting to get warm again in Florida. Um, oh, yeah. You know, just enjoying oh, yeah. it and uh, happy, happy to have our guy, uh, Facebook football hustler, on tonight, man. So,
0: a real name's Alex, you know, to to break it down. We aren't talking fancy football today. You're going to see the real side to our boy here. He's breaking it all down, smoking like always. I remember I did a panel with him a couple weeks ago. He had the bong right there. I immediately said, All right, this is one of my people right here. We got to get you on the show ASAP. So, how are you doing today, Alex? How
2: you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm new in the game, you know, as far as that like content creation and stuff. I mean, 2020 is when I started doing my thing. I've been giving fantasy advice like on Facebook and Twitter and stuff for years and years, but stoked to get behind the mic because the other jobs that I've had, I'm always talking to people on the phone and things like that. And so glad to talk about other things besides just fantasy football and lo- love hanging out with my 420 peeps, you know, it's where it's at
0: absolutely 100 percent, and we're here to blaze it up today good vibes talk about life talk about everything going on we're absolutely fantastically pumped here so we have a roll up pull up portion as you guys know how do we start every show We're rolling up we're pulling up i'm having a great week i know we just talked to you guys i started the new gig this week brand new brand that i'm working with you know i'm in the restaurant business outside of here i'm the general manager of a store opening up next week i am loving it we got vips coming in left and right we had a photo shoot yesterday with models and influencers all this shit. i'm living the life i i'm doing what i love i'm in a group that doesn't spare the money uh i'm there i'm supported it's great vibes are fantastic Ah, uh, my parents just bought their new house today. And they finally got a new town home away from the apartment life, so they finally just settled down, which is fantastic. My dad got a second vaccination. I can get my vaccination uh, as of the next week. You know, I can sign up. So, good vibes this week. I can't complain, man. You know, I'm I'm on a I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll, just like the roll up, pull up, which we're gonna get to it. Alex, what are you smoking on, bro? How are you smoking today? Tell the Keeping It Blunt community. What's your chief on?
2: So, I got two strains here that I'm smoking. Well, smoking with the bong first. So, uh, I love rolling it's nice and clean, it. baby. She looks yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Got, got to clean it at least like twice a day, man. I mean, I <laughs> see these people with their, their brown and black water and just, uh, <laughs> I got to be able to taste what I'm smoking. I spent so much money on it. Got to be able to taste it. And 100%. I'm in SoCal. We got a lot of OGs, you know. We're kind of spoiled here, so I got the Ultra OG and then I got the Mercury OG.
0: Ooh, what do you got today, Caleb? Tell me your guy came through for you. I'll, I'll die if you say you don't have anything. Yeah,
1: bro. Him. Yeah, he came. He came <laughs> through. Now, now, now we're good, bro. I got to figure out getting my weed and shit because now I can drive and just go pick it up myself. So that's. I'm nice. it. Um. So yeah. So no more, you know, excuses or anything like that. So. I'm not having you smoke any
0: more resin bowls. I won't accept it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: was, I can't believe I did that. It got me pretty high though, bro. Was fine. Oh, I was always will. Always. will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So I'm coming through with a good old trusty King poem again, brother. Um, I, I can't stay off of them now. I tried them once. Yeah, I can't go back to, to papers or bloods or anything else. So I'm in those. And then I got my trusty bowl right here as well. Um, but this time I'm bringing a little bit of a different, flavor of weed to the screen and the people out there and i've got you know your classic perp um this stuff is beautiful man. it's just super y. it's pretty much all purple um good shit for getting it out here in florida so um i'm excited to smoke up with you guys tonight and uh, where are you smoking off perry
0: i have some new buds as well my friend and i am
1: super gelato not the gelato no no
0: i do have a little bit left but we got biscotti right here a nice little biscotti as well as godfather OG. so we are rolling up some fire today i even mixed it in with a little bit of shake that i got you know some cookies as well you know i'm not a vegetarian but you know i like a salad so i'm definitely mixing up the weeds there and i'm pumped man and we we do have a good poll this week i know Everyone's on WandaVision right now. If you're not, I'm sure you'll catch up with it at some point. I'm not even a comic hop guy. On it.
1: Better Caleb
0: knows it. I'm not even a comic sure. guy. When he at first I was I thought the show was about Wanda and her eyesight, you know, whatever that may have been, like a while ago. I had no idea who Vision was, anything like this. So I caught myself up. I watched it's just beautifully produced 100 percent. spent millions of dollars on every episode you can see it's just really well done and you don't necessarily need to be a comic head to enjoy the premise of it so i i crushed it in a day and we got the finale tomorrow they're all 30 minute episodes so it's not too hard to break down who will make a surprise appearance on the wandavision finale I'm going to see what you think first, Caleb, before, of course, we bring up our poll results. And I know we already told Hustler over here he's about to jump on it and start watching.
1: Right, dude. So there's an obvious connection between a couple of different things because this could be a crossover between X-Men, which is obviously done by Marvel as well. And then the one that everybody is talking about is obviously the connection to um, – good lord, I'm blanking already on his day. Um, it'll come to me in a little bit uh, Dr. Strange there we go uh, the connection to Dr. Strange and you know kind of getting the the behind the scenes knowledge on Dr. Strange and how he ties into the Marvel Universe and everything like that so um, all those connections were shown in this past episode man it was awesome to watch um, it was kind of from the the eyes of Agatha Harkless who is um, obviously Agatha Harkless who's a witch she it was a very interesting episode tons of you know um, little Easter eggs in there that you could pick up on that can tie it to other Marvel movies, such as Doctor Strange, like I was talking about. But I've voted for Magneto. Um, I I just think you know at some point, um, you know he's got to show himself as either the dad. But I also like to see Professor X in there. It would be cool to see. But I'm thinking I'm starting to sway away from that because there's not really mention of mutiny or anything like that within the previous episodes. So I'm I'm thinking more we'll see maybe a Spider Man or you know, someone that's associated with the Doctor Strange um, aspects of the Marvel community instead of X-Men.
0: Cool. No, I get that. 100%. I am going to say I differed from you. I did not say Magneto personally. And I did my research. I found out he may not actually be their father, which is pretty cool. Right, we'll because in the
1: past me. episode, it kind of goes away from
0: it that. we with- misled. Yeah. I-, I picked Captain Marvel. I think that it's not okay. the most popular choice, but with it being a Marvel show and having the connection with Captain Marvel, especially with um, what Rambo, uh, Rambo and her mom, you know, who was okay. uh, the, I, I just think it's all gonna wrap together. And, and do you have any opinion on this so far, Hustler? If not, you can comment on the poll results that we're about to pull up from public and see what they thought.
2: nothing yet um nothing as of now Uh, i'm I'm interested in the show and i'm glad that it's only 30 minute episodes because that's 100 real quick real quick so by tomorrow i'll be up on it but as of right now i'm just uh, taking it all in
0: yeah this is the whole thing we're not just informing our people of this we're informing our boy here getting pumped and again a week ago i was in the same shoes i never watched an episode i had no idea i crushed it this week so I'm a big fan of it right now, and everyone agrees with Caleb this episode. It looks like Magneto is the clear favorite, 47%. Like we mentioned, there is he their father? Is he not their father? There's a whole lot of storyline there and a clear connection to her, obviously, and her, her brother. So that's the clear choice there. Professor X came in second with 21%. Another Caleb's second choice, me coming in last with my Captain Marvel pick at 16%, as well as Spider-Man. I wouldn't be surprised for either. After Endgame, when they just meshed everybody together so much, there's so many different connections that you can pull and predictions that you can make, stuff like that, to to really try and figure out who it may be. But it's all just a projection right now. So we will see. We do have the finale coming up. And that's going to be our first bit of news today, some Showtime stuff. We're going to get right into some WandaVision before we move on to that. So I know Caleb already kind of touched on it with Agatha and, you know, her being a witch, her being the next door neighbor and really having, you know, a big part of that there. What Give a little bit more of a recap on that, Caleb, just for what you're seeing and what you expect to see in episode eight. Oh, we got uh, some people yeah. in here real quick before you do. What up, what up from Antonio Mondaforte. What's up. up, my man? Yeah, we got Venom. Can't wait for The Carnage from Russell Mavis. Thank you so much for coming in. Our boy, Connie, Dr. Strange. And we got Hustler saying, what up to Antonio?" We appreciate you coming in, hanging out with the boys today. So, Caleb, take it away. Let him, let, let's let see what you think is going to happen, or at least what you thought about what happened last week.
1: So it's interesting because the whole story is based out of Agatha's layer or her force that she's kind of you know, created in this little area of – wherever town they're in and so it's kind of just based there the whole time and it's kind of taking wanda back into her past and seeing what's kind of led up to this point and where all this emotion is coming from that is you know exuberating out from her and how she's able to control an entire town of people and she's just using that um (laughs) yeah man i was texting (laughs) anthony at like 3am bro i could i couldn't sleep i was like oh y'all you are watching this like this is wild um but yeah it was crazy and so like it starts off um you know we're there and then Wanda's obviously in a spell she tries to use her power she can't because she's under this she can't use her powers within this witches is what agatha says this witch um hex and so she can't use her power she's strung up and so agatha takes her hair which is something that happens in previous episodes in a previous movie of marvel where um i forget who it is but they take uh thor's hair to be able to you know, show, you know, take Thor back to when his parents were still alive and change things. So it's kind of something we're seeing here with Agatha um doing to um Wanda so that Wanda can go back and see her past and Agatha can see it as well. So yeah. it's just a huge thing. Um obviously we go back, we see her parents explode by the Stark Industries bombs. Um the obvious ties to Iron Man because of Stark Industries. Um and then Wanda, there's the bomb in front of her and her brother don't go off um they're there for days and so she kind of thinks she's put a spell on it um but we're not really sure right. we don't see a whole lot of anybody else we see vision at the end so the vision that we know and you know that died at the end of end game and now the vision that we know that's inside you know wanda's hex that she has over this town this vision is not actually vision he's not real um he's just a figment of what wanda was able to create um because at the end we start to see vision be resurrected back to life we're assuming it's hayward but we're not sure and then on top of that it's revealed that wanda is you know most likely the scarlet witch which is going to be an interesting storyline as well because she's got her own separate sphere of the marvel comic world there's a lot going on so it makes you start thinking and asking a lot of questions um obviously the parents dying you don't see uh, magneto there and then there's, I mean, there's so many questions. There's so many Easter eggs. There's a key door that's like purple and in Agatha's hex, and you can ask so many different questions during this. What about her children? Are the children just a figment of her imagination? Did actually Agatha get? wanda pregnant so that she was able to gain this emotional access to her or not i mean there's tons of things but i'm not really sure what we're gonna find out this next episode they keep leaving you hanging no matter what um you just don't know what's gonna happen it's been like that every episode i hope this thing's like an hour and a half movie Uh, so we'll see how it's been 100 and hustler when he's when he says hex it's
0: imagine this big bubble just the nba bubble for comics like it's just this massive bubble and inside is this alternate reality in a sense that she's in control of and there's just a bunch of things fucking with her on the inside on the outside you know it's a whole fucking thing so it really it's a mind ha- it's a mind fuck i know you're gonna be high when you're watching it anyways so <laughs> you know i don't even have to give yeah, you that bro. pre-warning
1: like, <laughs>
0: 100%, dude. I, I'm, I'm all for it. I think the next episode it's gonna be like 50 minutes. I saw the runtime was gonna be, but like we mentioned, the rest of them 30 minutes. Crush them. They're really good, really well produced. Um, they spent millions of dollars on every single episode, is what I saw. So I'm just real pumped to see the direction of how they keep taking this. So let's move on away from Wandavision. That was a fun way to start the show. So be honest with me. Mean, we were young, you know. Whatever. Did either of you watch iCarly? not can to say consistently but you ever tune in you never catch it up so are you familiar with the show at the very least alex
2: yeah yeah familiar with it i mean nickelodeon show i mean it was on for like five or six years so it was on mm-hmm. for a long time it was just i am 35 now so it was i was a little bit too old when it that, sure. when it came on <laughs> i Absolutely. was really artsy-
0: by that time. Yeah, please. no, 100%. I wasn't, an, I wasn't an avid, you know, person that tuned in anyways. The only way I truly have a connection is my mom who does makeup for the studios out in Los Angeles. She actually worked on iCarly for a couple of years. So yes. I actually got to go visit the set just to, you know, see her, meet some people. So it wasn't like I really tuned into the show, but I was able to visit the set. So I'm definitely familiar. You know, it was, it was around, like Alex said, you know, for about five years. So... Uh, caleb have you seen it you know jeanette mccurdy the the blonde one yeah yeah
1: the uh the, she, didn't she used to date um andre i was gonna
0: Drummond. say i was gonna say if you don't know her you remember that picture with andre Drummond <laughs> with, his, with, his, with his dick popping out of his pants and then she's just <laughs> right kind of chilling head. there chilling there at, her at that level you know what i mean so yeah she she said if they reboot it she's not coming back she said she's embarrassed by some of her old roles what do you guys think about this? Because she was a kid. Like, what What are you going to go – what are you going to be on when you're a kid?
1: I don't know. I, I probably was fucking lit. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, some, some people think, dude, and I guess that's what happened. Like, she's not like that type of person anymore. She's not into, like, the whole humor or whatever. So you don't really know um you know it was but, just a
0: bag it was just a bag that's it she's yeah. like, I mean, I, she was yeah. also a kid
1: she could have been influenced by her parents or something so you never know like there's things yeah. that happen all the time and maybe at that point all you want to do is be famous so you'll do whatever to be able to get to Dude, that point
0: after with andre drummond you're not going back to i like you you moved, you moved on <laughs> to much bigger and better things emphasis on bigger so we're gonna Leave it at that one. I Carly doesn't deserve too much more time to chat on that. Mighty Ducks series. Alex, you've seen Mighty Ducks. I know for a fact.
2: Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> the new trailer, it's just weird how they do these reboots. You know, I mean, I know that there's money to capitalize on. Who else is going to be in it, you know, besides Gordon Bombay? But I don't know. They're, they're just kind of reaching with some of these plots. Like, I dig it. You know, they're trying to get the new generation in, then the old generation's going to you know show their kids the movies and all that but i feel like for anyone who is like in their 30s right now you probably like grew up on mighty ducks to a certain extent well, honestly, and you're going to show your kids those movies though you know anyways regardless of if a show like this gets rebooted all these reboots that disney's doing i mean i'm not really a fan like even boy meets world like you know the girl meets world like ah, just, it, i can't do it you know like yeah it's not the same even even fuller house like all those yeah, It didn't fly.
1: It's interesting. Yeah,
0: Caleb, what do you what do you think?
1: It doesn't. I mean, I'll obviously like watch it just because you know. I mean, it's it has Mighty Ducks attached to it. So it it sounds like you
0: have very low expectations from
1: what you're saying. I mean, I don't have. I I guess
0: I'll watch it. I guess. I I mean,
1: if you look at the originals, like it's, it's like how do you top that? Yeah, how do you
0: top the originals? Like that's how it usually is. It's so so tough.
1: And everything, like you guys have mentioned, like every other reboot's been the same way. Nobody really cares to tune into it to see what it's like. And if it doesn't hook them right away, then it's like, you know, oh, well, like you tried.
0: (laughs) I agree. I'm, I'm pumped. I think it'll be cool. Um, oh, and Anthony coming back in and saying, Caleb has no standards. Confirmed. <laughs> wow. I'm loving that. I mean, dude, he's got no expectations. I, I do have an expectation. You are following up mighty ducks. So you need to make this at least watchable. Uh, if you give me some cheesy, poor produced show, I'll be very upset. You know, it's, uh, you got to put some effort into it. I'm not asking you to meet the standard of the last one, but come on you got to put that extra work into it and make it like hustler mentioned appealable to your kids you know the the younger audience like people that haven't really came up on that show you want to show them the originals but then you don't want to be embarrassed to show them the one that's supposed to draw them in you want to be like yeah Yeah. i mean it's different for sure i don't think it's the best but maybe your kids might fuck with it a little bit more golden globe winners
1: any notable ones from you caleb dude i know is uh I just came across this video of I don't forget the comedy actor's name, but he won like best male comedian over um, what's his name from Shit's Creek. Um,
0: oh yeah, yeah, the guy American
1: Dad and American Pie. I forget his name, oh, Steve, um, Levy, Levy, um, yeah, Steve Levy. yeah, Steve Levy. Yeah. and yeah, and so Steve Levy. So he won it over him, and he was just like stoned as fuck. Like uh, and they're all on Zoom accepting their awards. He's just stoned as fuck. And he's like going on this tangent <laughs> about the most random shit. Just high and like you can just tell. And then like some other body, some other actor, somebody's like, "Look, well, come on, man, like wrap it up." And he just keeps, <laughs> keep, keeps going on. He's just stoned in his own world, man. So and that was wildly notable what <laughs> just because of the reaction. It, like he yeah. was just absolutely out of his mind. And, um, great, I think it was great. the guy who. Have you ever seen um, Hall Pass?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: he's one of the three of those guys I, I okay yeah
0: all three very good i know obviously yeah. um the Shit's creek like you mentioned was nominated for everything absolutely everything eugene levy was nominated best performance by an actor in a television series musical or comedy um didn't win that one Then you have the next one, literally best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy. You also have Catherine O'Hara who won that one for Schitt's Creek. You mentioned that, um, you know, he was snubbed from one of them as well, The Sun. And then it just looks like almost every single one of them has something from Schitt's Creek, which is super cool. But The Queen's Gambit one, that was a big one. The Crown one, you guys remember both these two shows from the last year. Yeah, um, the Crown, I think the Crown won multiple. Shits Creek won best television series. So, right yeah. there, that's where they, they took the home. It's uh, They won over Emily in Paris, which I honestly have never seen and never even heard of. Uh, the Flight Attendant, The Great, and Ted Lasso, which I've heard of. So, the two I've heard of are Ted Lasso and Shits Creek. So, I'm glad Shits Creek won. I think that's well, the. I was to say, I- that it was Ted Lasso's the when that guy was acting in. And- Got it. Have you seen Shits Creek, Hustler? No, I have not it's good, it's, yeah, it's, it. good. It's, it's it's one of those like cheesy comedy shows it's very it's kind of like uh, arrested development in a sense one of those vibes where it's like yeah you know it's going cool. yeah, i'm not going to tell you it's like the best show in the world but i definitely think it's like very cute i think cute is like a good word for it <laughs> so yeah. we'll right. move on from the winners.
2: i shout out to uh chadwick bozeman uh r.i.p for his uh um Best actor in a drama, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? I have no idea. I haven't heard anything about that movie other than than this. But when they were talking about it, they pretty much said that it's almost like he knew that it was like his last movie or something because he left it like all on the screen. So, I mean, if nothing else, I'm going to go watch it just for that. I mean, it's the last movie that he ever acted in.
0: Oh yeah. You just made me put that onto my watch list immediately. I'm going to go. I I think he's such a great actor and was so quick to rise. It was so amazing to see what he was able to do and didn't say a word about the cancer. You had no idea. And that's where you just don't know the struggles that people are going through. And we like to get deep on every episode and get through it because i mean who the fuck's not dealing with mental health some sort of sickness someone in their family someone going through some shit and you're sitting there just going through the day-to-day so you never know how successful someone is how happy they may look on screen where if that's a on our level if that's as big as getting to the golden globe awards you never know how they're doing that's why it's such a a shock sometimes when you know, the Heath Ledgers of the world and all these different things where you're like, wow, there's such amazing actors probably living such great lives. And, you know, they kill themselves or they go through some traumatic thing. And it's just, you just never know. So again, you know, we say this every time our DMs are open. I'm going to speak for Alex. I know his DMs are open because he's just a straight great dude. And if you're going through shit, you know, hit a, hit someone up hundred percent. And I know it's tough to talk about certain things sometimes, but you know, it's, it's crazy to hear that shit. So, you know, you never know what someone's going through and you know, I'm glad that we're all having some good weeks right now, but definitely even with the sickness and stuff, some people, it's not even pride. It's just, they don't, they don't want to put that out there and they want to go down swinging. And, but behind it, you just like, fuck man, it's hard to take in. So make sure you're always not being an asshole and make sure you're always remembering that everyone's going through something. So cut people some slack every once in a while, you know, and I think that would be our lesson of the day.
1: People are people, man. You you just don't know what, what they're going through, so treat it like it. You know, it goes that's back right to that old we were all probably told as kids: if you don't so nice to say, don't say it all, or if you don't right. want to be treated that way, don't say it. You know, something like yeah. that. It's just you never know what somebody's going through, and that's the reason why that was taught to us. And, I, and always
0: check on your check on your people, 100. percent Check on your people consistently. Hit hit them up, see what's up, see what's good. Just make sure they know that you, you're there, kind of thing. Even if it's not in some dramatic fashion, just like hey, what's up something like that you'd be surprised how much just a little check-in will do and you know tell your people you love them whenever you can 100 percent. so we'll move right into caleb's bachelor update with oh, some sports that. yeah we're jumping right into it we're going to end it there with showtime i still consider that a movie or tv show um, and some big news that will transition us into a little bit of sports topics considering i'll let caleb take it away but somebody in the sports community is now involved with the bachelor coming through so it's something that if you haven't heard about it, might interest you even if you're not a Bachelor time, uh, Bachelor fan, of course. And we got Monique in here right in time. Hey. In time. Bring your Monique. ladies, guys. We know you're watching. We know you're chilling with us, but we know that you're rather watching with your girlfriend to please them, or you watch it because you just like it, or you're a woman watching, and we appreciate you. We're pumped that you're here. So bring your girlfriends, grab a glass of wine, kick the fuck back, and listen to Caleb's quick recap of what's going down in bachelor and then we'll move into some sports switch gears real quick
1: yeah i'm a, I'm dedicated for the ladies so all, all the men can fuck off if they're watching it but i, I do this for the girls dude i, um, I just
0: appreciate <laughs> you for your dedication it's phenomenal I, and, and i'm
1: honest so that goes a long way but uh So it wasn't your typical Bachelor episode. It was women tell all. So all the girls that have been previously kicked off or left the show are all back in one room to talk about what happened over the course of the season. And then, you know, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette shows up, you know, like with 30 minutes left and they get to talk to him and answer. He has to answer questions about like what happened and shit. Um, So that happens at the end. Um, You know, all the girls are going through the drama. Obviously we're seeing Victoria be, a bit, she apologizes, everybody thinks it's fake. Um, The girl who started the rumor about the one chick being a dancer from Chicago, being like a paid escort from Chicago, she apologized, but like she didn't reach out for like months and that was the first time she apologized since the show. So it was kind of like a low blow and not a good look for her. Bunch of PR moves, you know, try and repair these women's images. Um, It's all right, for the most part, there's bloopers, a bunch of crazy bloopers. Or things we didn't get to see. Like, they had to try and eat, like, three pancakes and then chug a whole pitcher of beer, and it couldn't do it. So, like, you know, things of that nature, things we didn't get to see, things the fans didn't see. So not worth making it to the end is what you're saying uh this one was not worth making to the end didn't contain all the drama it was more like a pr statement for the girls and making no i'm
0: saying that that contest right there that you just said the chugging beer along that alone is going to weed out some some
1: of the weed right there i'm saying yeah 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 there's one where they had to take an egg shot like a like a crack open an egg and take it just a shot of the whole egg like the raw egg and there's like Katie I'm, was I'm like not, I'm not even down. Katie Katie was gagging, like puking and throwing up everywhere. I'm not areas. even down. I'm not even um down. Kit Kit got lost in in the woods um looking for Matt. That was pretty funny. Um other than that, Matt comes out and he's got this fucking gnarly ass beard. Like gnarly black beard, dude, like just so thick it it's like doesn't look good on him at all. Not a all. not a fan. <laughs> And No, and then, like, one of the things that I found pretty hilarious and, like, weird is that apparently, like, throughout the whole episode, I couldn't tell because his eyes were so low. But his eyes were open while he's making out with all of these girls. Like, he watches them.
2: Yo, that's (laughs) the creepiest thing that you've (laughs) ever said.
1: That's the creepiest
2: thing. Yo, eye contact. Eye contact. Yo, look
0: at me. This guy.
1: Look at me, girl. No, it's not like that, bro. They're, like, super Super low, but like Maybe. open. So he's like staring into their soul. It's like, oh yeah, bro, it's the weirdest so thing weird. ever. Like all oh, the, the bro girls bro. like called him out on it. And they're like, that's so weird. <laughs> that's so weird.
0: Bro, that's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my God.
1: Yeah, they straight out called him out. He was pretty embarrassed, but then they showed like bloopers, some bloopers at the end, you know, Matt busting ass, like things of that. He like tried to skateboard and bust his ass when it was raining outside. It was hilarious. Um, that's pretty much the highlights. And then next week, um, <laughs> Uber yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and then next week, we have um, another episode, an actual episode. Usually, there's a break between, um, but we have another episode of the actual bachelor, not the Women Tell All and it's the three girls, and they go on like honeymoon vacations with him. So, Matt pretty much sleeps with like three girls before two days later asking another girl to be his wife um which is that's the
0: name of the game it's the name of the fucking game you know what you signed up for with that show Simple. yeah i know it's I just like wanna, I, it's, I don't even want to hear it wild.
1: homeboy oh, that's what I just homeboy
0: don't know. it's his whole life to work fuck four women in the same week on television he works his whole life to get to that point you're not going to take that away
1: from my guy like yeah, but and there's, simple. yeah no that's fine but there's no <laughs> way, like, Like, how do you make that decision? Like, you've just had sex with three different women. How do you make the decision on one of them? I think right
0: there, that's how you make the decision.
1: By having sex with every single one of these women after going through months
0: of dating them and saying who is not just great on a connection level, but who's good in the sack, too. Like, that matters. Well, yeah, I mean, it definitely
1: (laughs) matters, but I don't think it's, like... Try out
0: all the flavors at the ice cream parlor before (laughs) deciding what
1: scoop you want, bro. Like, this is... I I get that, but, like... I get that too, but you like, know, it's not end all be all. Like the sex could still be good, just not like absolutely insane. And I don't, know, like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That's that's necessary. <laughs> well, just having sex is necessary. <laughs>
0: I mean, you just spent months dating these women on camera and not having sex with them. And then at the end, they say, here's rooms, go have sex. And you're going to be like, nah, I have good morals. Like, no, you don't. You're the bachelor, bro. Like, you signed up for this shit,
1: dude. Like, if you have no, good morals, saying, you'd be I'm on ChristianMingle.com. i saying that. I just don't know how Matt makes that decision. Like, I don't, know how Matt, <laughs> I don't know how Matt makes the decision to marry a girl at the end. Like, when he just banged <laughs> all three of them. What if they're all good? Like, what if they're all good? That's true. That's true. I don't, I don't know. I you don't flip. You flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I guess, I guess a lot. I guess a lot of them don't work out. Like apparently, so I mean, I guess that's always a route.
0: Mm-hmm. That but the that's the bachelor update? update.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, you didn't Emanuel, watch it this yeah. week.
0: So, I'll, so Emmanuel Ocho, tell me about him as the as the. Oh host. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, so he is going to be replacing um, Chris Harrison as the host. Mo- Mo- so it's by the way, Mon- Monique liked my coin flipping proposal. It <laughs> decided to go with at the end. Um, Emmanuel Ocho is a uh, media personality. I'm not quite sure who he works for, but he's going to be taking over as host for Chris Harrison uh, for I think it's the Fox. final. The so it's, uh, I think it's warranted. I'm a big Emmanuel Ocho fan. I think he's mm-hmm. a very personal guy. He really knows what he's doing um in his job so i i really like the, the choice and then picking him to be honest with you
0: so here's what i like about it to address the elephant in the room the bachelor just saved their ass with pr because of the fact that they just had some sort of racial situation throughout oh, the last week or two which is why he's not the host anymore so who are you going to bring on an educated powerful good-looking charismatic black man who knows what he's talking about like i said well educated so he's not going on to to spew stuff he he knows what he's doing and he sounds great when he does it he's an on air personality he's extremely he wrote a whole book on on some of these matters so i think he's extremely well fit and i think it's a great way to get some of these guys talking about the bachelor a little bit i know it may not be your fucking cup of tea you know obviously i'm not i'm a single man i'm busy obviously i'm not currently watching it but i i've watched it in the past of course and you know to hear emmanuel Acho is on it i immediately sent that over to caleb i was like yo that's lit like seriously mm-hmm. i think that that's lit 100 percent. i love that so we'll move off the bachelor this week that was a great recap for for everything going on monique we appreciate all the love in the comments Guys, tell your girls, you know, come, come, smoke the bong real quick while you know you've been sitting here for the last thirty minutes with us, and say, babe, it's okay, come here. They're gonna talk about the Bachelor for the last next five minutes, so come kick it. So, you know, we know, we know it, we know how it is. So we're gonna move on to a little bit more sports. Let's talk, or uh, yeah, we'll we'll go through. um, Before we move on to that, J.J. Watt left Texas, and he is now on the Arizona Cardinals, which we will touch on in a second, but why did he leave Texas for multiple reasons? Houston was not holding it down for that team. Like the organization was not doing well, but also, you know, he, his wife and him clearly are in different areas. And maybe that might mean he wanted a change. Who knows if his wife leaves, Chicago goes to a different team. I'm excited to see if maybe she ends up in Arizona as well, but End of the day, he just got out of Texas. What just happened in Texas? We'll touch on it real quickly. They just opened the the fuck up. So I know we're all living in this pandemic, and I'm going to keep it with the athletes because you've seen tons of athletes tweeting on this. Des Bryant, you've seen Jamal Crawford, you've seen tons of guys going back and forth saying i'm still wearing my mask like what the fuck like and and how we open this quick and stuff so it's crazy i know i'm in california my boy a hustler is in san diego some places it may be a little bit more lenient but we're barely even on the cusp of inside dining you know what i'm saying like we don't even have movie theaters open and stuff like that so i i really am shocked that it went like that so quickly especially after everything that just happened in Texas with all the weather stuff, not being prepped for that, not really having a disaster plan or really seeing it through Ted Cruz going on a plane to go to Cabo and then having to come back after everybody bashed him on Twitter. So Texas has been clearly in the news for the last two weeks. We don't have to get on it too much. And we don't love getting too political on the show at all, but- does anybody have any opinions on, on
2: Texas just saying, fuck it, let's get it? Yeehaw. I think it's wild how it just happened so fast. I mean, it's crazy because like a year ago, like everyone was like, oh, this is going to last like a couple weeks. And, and it was oh, it's going to last a couple months. And then like yeah. now we hear yeah. people like we're not going to be ready until like 2022. Right. Um. So I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about everything. Like I work mm-hmm. from home now. Um. So does my wife. It's weird because my son has been going to gymnastics class and mm-hmm. the last two times that he's gone, he's literally gotten sick, like after going, like not like sick, like COVID, right, or right, right. Like that, but you know, they can't even keep their shit clean to where like, you know, kids aren't getting sick, like just going to class, you know? So San Diego, I mean, you said indoor dining, like there's literally, so we're, we're, we're not even there
0: yet. We're like we're on the cusp of maybe getting it back, but like, we just got patio back, like Thanksgiving. Yeah.
2: So that- that's all it is. Like there's literally like these these restaurants where they're taking up part of the street now, you know, and like it's all blocked off, but like you literally are eating like in the street, you know? <laughs> You're covered by something. They all have like, you know, stuff covering it, but yep. wild, like how everything is right now. So I thought it was crazy how it just happened so fast and kinda out of the
0: so let me pass this over to my compadre over here who lives in the wild, wild fucking West <laughs> in Florida where they don't give a fuck about anything. So let me hear my boy's opinion because like clearly me and Hustler have ours and we're in California so we can relate, I guess, a little bit better to where we're both currently at and that doesn't differ for what's right or wrong. It's just we're in the same state. So I mean, what do you feel about out. this? I think- <laughs> Like the Explain field, like, where you're at currently, too. Explain where Florida is at, too, currently. Because I know I you've in
1: that life. Yeah. I was going to start that. I mean, like, everything's open. Like, everything is open. <laughs> like, you can go in somewhere. Like, I mean, even the bars. <sighs> oh, like, man. Like, college, like, you just walk in, go grab a drink. It's packed. Like, it's just how it is in Florida right now. Um, wear a mask when you go out. I mean, I still wear a mask. But, you know, we're not, like, fully open like Texas. Texas, we still right. have, like, mask mandates so we still wear that um but yeah i mean floor is pretty wild obviously um that happens that occurs but uh i see it but at the same time i see like there's a lot of people with vaccines and like if you choose to wear a mask choose to wear a mask and i feel like a lot of people are still going to do that even though like they don't want to i think there's a majority of people that are going to do it i think it might work we'll see i guess this is like the first real time we're seeing that and i guess mississippi did the same thing so we'll see how that goes but i'm sure florida isn't too far behind now since texas and mississippi went ahead and did it just because i know how we are down here so it's it's gonna happen sooner or later i guess but if this, thing, if this thing spikes out of control again we're going right back to the same thing we were 100 um, i think it's just
0: extra wild for me because of what just happened in texas I feel like mm. they just got back on their feet and to just go back and say, you know what, fuck it. Let's, if we just had this happen, let's just go do it all. Like, hey, we'll let's just be the the guinea pig for the United States and see what the fuck goes down here. Look, Texas is kind of wild too. Texas is red, you know? So like they, mm. you know, they do their thing. So Texas is Texas. It's a massive state, massive. One of the, you know, is it the biggest state if not one of the biggest states, you know? So. It's super big. I'm sure different parts of Texas, too, it's going to be different throughout with kind of how they look at it, too. You can't really generalize a whole state. You know, I mess around with Caleb, of course, and I'm sure there's better parts in Florida and
1: other Parts, oh, uh, yeah, know, but they, it's, they still, don't care like, it's still, and it still, it's like, still okay. the same people, like, I don't like it's just for sure, it's, yeah. just it is, it, it, it's just
0: how Florida is, man. It just is what it is, you know what I mean? Like, we can't really have an opinion, I guess, too much right now because we're all just like following the rules, figuring out what the fuck's up and like figuring out how we can get through this. I know you said you're trying to send your kid to gymnastics, like, I gotta go to work, like, we're, we're trying to live whatever pieces of normality that we can and we're allowed to. So, I mean, whatever, you know, I guess. We do have some people that live in Texas in the network, so I'm going to be chat with them throughout the week and just kind of getting a gauge of how they're doing and, and how they're feeling about it and stuff With without really giving my opinion on it, just to hear about how people are feeling in it. Because I'm very curious at a place like me and Hustler mentioned, we don't really have, we just have like outdoor dining and things like that, so it's not like we got much. So I'd be curious to see. How the fucking someone, you know, who cares kind of thing might work. I think that's dope. So back to JJ Watt, who said, Texas is wild. I'm fucking getting out of there and I'm going to Arizona. That is what he said. He said, Hey, I'm telling you, from someone who lived in Arizona for five years, it's not like Arizona is heaven either. There's some fucking weirdos in Arizona as well. There's also some great people in Arizona and some (laughs) awesome shit to do there. So, and that football team has revamped throughout the last decade with Mr. Bruce Arians coming to town. He turned that team from someone who was somewhat of a laughingstock back into a contender every single I was there in Arizona while they were winning games, going to the playoffs. It fell off for a little bit, and they made the right hire with Cliff. They went with the on-brand, young, offensive-minded coach, and draft Kyler. They move Rosen who clearly has been a bust. So they were really, really smart on that wild that they went with that decision right there. But you heard Cliff Kingsbury with the comments from his mouth, like a year or two prior. He said, if I had the number one pick, I'm going Kyler Murray. Then he goes to the NFL and signs with Arizona. They have the number one pick and you're looking, you're like, what the fuck? This might happen. And it happened and plain and simple. So they got everything they needed. Then they trade for Nuke. They trade for Deandre Hopkins. You're putting together a great – you draft well on defense. Buda Baker becomes a star. Hassan Reddick is a star. You you have a Chandler Jones, who's an absolute tank there. And although the Honey Badger leaves, you fill these holes. So Patrick Peterson might leave too, and he hasn't been that productive for quite a long time now. So you'll continue to fill these holes. I've been very impressed with what I've seen in Arizona, and I'm going to pass it to you guys. I'll start with Hustler here just to tell me – What you think about J.J. Watt as a player at this point of his career and the signing? What do you think? Was it more of a money move, championship move? Just curious to what you feel about this.
2: So a little bit of both because, I mean, Arizona didn't make the playoffs last year, but I also think they were in one of the tougher divisions, you know, in football, especially when it came to, like, all four defenses in their division were just fucking boss. You know, you talked about DeAndre Hopkins going over there. J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins are boys. Like, he knows something. You know, he he must know a little bit of something. Um, I was listening to different podcasts and stuff. And these guys, there's no no team that's ever going to guarantee a Super Bowl. You know, it's just not going to happen. So you definitely want to go to a place where you know that you have a fighting chance. I mean, last year, Arizona, they gave up the sixth fewest points in the NFC. And the Rams, I mean, that was one of the teams that was, like, the best in the NFC as far as giving right. up points. The one thing that I'm a little bit concerned about is he's taken over Hassan Reddick's role, like, as of right now. Are they going to keep Reddick and move him somewhere else, or is it because yeah. they don't pay Reddick? Because Reddick, I mean, 12 and a half sacks last year. J.J. Watt, he was, yeah. like, triple teamed on, like, everything. He, he still right. had, like, five sacks. For fantasy, he was a beast. He was still a top 12 guy. But –
0: if you're losing do you, play, Redick, do, you, do you play IDP?
2: Oh fuck yeah, man. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm out yeah. of fuck team fuck team defense, man. Like it's IDP Whoa. all the way. <laughs> fuck team defense. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's taking up if he's taking over Hassan Reddick's role and Reddick, you know, is putting up those kind of numbers. I mean, how much of an impact is JJ Watt gonna have if you're losing Reddick, also? You know, so I mean it's Offseason hasn't even hit. That's just the first move, you know, that they're making. But I, I like the move, and I like where Arizona just seems like they're making moves and moving in the right direction.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's ultimately a money grab, you know, for J.J. Watt. He wasn't going to get paid that anywhere else. Um, and I already he
0: got offered money like that elsewhere as well. So it's I not mean, like that was the
1: only place that was offering that. Yeah. I just think he likes the lifestyle and, and things of that nature, and what's going on there. Yeah. And he, like you said, he had that relationship with Duke, so um, that that's a huge player as well in that whole process. Um, I just think I immediately just look at him and Chandler Jones, and I'm like, how do you like? What do you or what are you supposed to do? You, you like you have to choose one of them to double or triple team on a on a, on every down. It's it's scary. Um, and like,
0: and if they can can utilize Hassan Reddick, like we were mentioning, if they had all three of them, right? Washington I mean, they, three, yeah, like, if
1: they could keep him, like good lord, like good, they might have the best defensive line. That's a stretch, you know. Even with you know what LA's got going on, but and the bucket, even the Buccaneers can make that. Well, I'm just saying well. in that in that you know that division or whatever. We're sure. I mean, thing. oh, and,
0: and and why and Washington absolutely yeah, has to be right up there too. Goddamn, like their their all oh, their D line is.
1: So Young uh, and. I just think it's good. You know, it's a good move by the Cardinals. It's a good payday for JJ Watt overall. I think it's a good move overall. You know, so.
0: you know what else could be a good payday for you, Caleb?
1: Mybookie.ag. you go going to yeah, buy
0: Yeah. You see, you need to just pull out while right now, pull out while you're ahead. Like <laughs> I can't I bro. I can't. You know I can't. what? I mentioned this to you. So this is where you can go guys. Code USN100 will double your sign-up bonus anywhere from $50 all the way to a thousand. They will match you dollar for dollar. If you sign up with USN 100 at mybookie.ag. make sure you're going on there for sports book, live betting, casino, racing, special contests, brackets, March madness is starting. Get the fuck on my bookie with code USN 100, sign up, gamble with your boys. Do fantasy content with our boy, Hustler. But if you're doing daily bets, make sure you're getting on mybookie.ag, code USN100. And without the trending news, you'll see it. um, It'll still scroll throughout the bottom. So we'll put that back there for you guys throughout the show. And we appreciate you checking out mybookie.ag. So take it away, Kaylee, with our next
1: topic. Yeah. Sad, sad thing. Um, Former Notre Dame offensive tackle Louis Nix was found dead. Um, He was, you know, being, you know, seen as missing. Um, And then all of a sudden they find him dead. I'm not exactly sure, but, you know, that's still unfortunate news in the sports world. So. Um, I don't know if you, any of you guys are familiar with him, but, you know, just would sort have of said condolences to, you know, his family with everything that's going yeah, he, on.
0: Yeah, he was, he was a star at Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he was, he was really good. So, um, you know, condolences to his family. And uh, hopefully, you know, it's not something serious or, you know, no foul play or anything like that. But we'll find out.
0: Yeah. Again, back to having some shit news again on the on, yeah. on the show. There's, there's always some crap with 2021.
1: Yeah, Another definitely. bit, too. Another, Another bit, about, too. Yeah. Take it I away. Just, yeah, I don't know much about Louie Nick Do you know much about him, uh, Hustler?
2: No, I, I don't know too much about him. I mean, just stand out. I know he's a defensive uh, defensive player, right? I mean, defensive uh, nose guard. Oh, he's he's, he's an offensive line. offensive uh, nose guard, yeah. You're just getting hit in the head, like, every fucking play, like, your entire life. And I don't know, like, offensive, defensive line, like, those guys – take punishment. Like nobody even understands. Like literally every play you're getting hit in the face or pushed in the face or punched in the face. And I don't know who knows if it was something, you know, regarding CTE, but every time I hear things like that, like that's my first thought, like, damn, like, was right. this like CTE related? Is their brain like just, you know, messed up and it it sucks because we love this game, but yeah, that's well, the ugly side of it too. We, if like, we were just
0: talking about Vincent Jackson. What was that a week ago?
1: You yeah, know, about oh, yeah. two or two weeks ago, I think. But yeah. yeah,
2: and like you know, you can trace it back to like even someone like Junior Sayao, like who I mean, right. a lot of people didn't right. even know like this stuff like really existed. He's you know, the first like,
1: person who comes to my mind every single time. So
2: it's mm-hmm. rough. And I, I mean, Junior Sayao for saying I've lived in San Diego my entire life. Like he's one of like the heroes. You yeah. know San Diego. That must
1: have been that
0: must have been so hard for that community, especially too.
2: Yeah. yeah. If you guys have seen that ESPN movie, you know, about yeah. him, like that's just something really great to watch. But it just gives right. you the insight into what these guys are going through. And like nobody wants to believe it. And imagine being on top of the world and then five years later, your body just, you, you, you know, your brain's not right. Your body's hurting and you're not a right. star anymore. You're not famous anymore.
1: Yeah. guys right. are going through it. Yeah, I can't no, even I imagine totally that. Agree. So sure. And uh there's somebody, you know, we we all more know here. Um, and that's Britt Reed. Obviously, Andy Reed's son, who is the linebackers coach for the Chiefs, um, was in an accident. Um, apparently right before the Super Bowl, didn't make it to the Super Bowl where he admittedly admitted to drinking and driving on the scene and hit a car, and a five the five year old girl that was in the car um that got hit is um very likely to have permanent brain damage um and the family wants the family wants the worst punishment for him i i am all for that um you completely injured somebody i've actually got a dui and be very transparent with you guys um and that's something that i'm big on now i don't want to do that i don't like doing that anymore there's no reason for it um because you can't think of yourself you're being selfish at that point you got to think of the other people and you know, hopefully he realizes that because he's about to go to jail for a pretty long time, I would imagine.
2: Right.
1: It's, and he should. I mean, I
2: mean that. I'm not, I'm not a big drinker. I mean, I smoke more than anything. And it's just when you drink and drive, it's just like a, a different level of like not having your reactions and anything like that. And like, one thing that sucks is, I don't know, when you're in high school, like it's. You know, like you, all, everyone has that designated drunk driver. You know, to where someone is like more willing to drive drunk because they're better at it. You know, um, what I mean, it's, just, it's one of those things to where, man, like if your friend's gonna like drive drunk, you like literally need to punch him in the face. And that, like, you know, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, because happened
1: to me you. in college. I had that happen to me in college, so been there.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, it's serious shit, and, like, nobody should take that serious. Like I mean, nobody shouldn't be taking it other than, like, super serious because, like, yeah, like, if he would have, like, injured himself, like, for life, like, you know, like, you did that to yourself. But now someone who's five years old, like, their entire life is different because you were an asshole and couldn't call an Uber or get someone else to drive you wherever the hell you were going. Yeah,
0: 100%.
2: 100%.
0: Seriously, I feel like it's at this point, too, with Uber and all this shit, too, you need to be able to make that right decision. And again, I agree with you, Caleb, go fuck yourself, bro. I I hope for the absolute worst for you in regards to punishment. Seriously, again, that's that family is going to go through it for the rest of their life. And and it's just something you took away from them because you decided to be ignorant. Before the Super Bowl, too, before like one of the biggest events of your career, again, you have the opportunity to be a coach in the NFL because your dad blessed you with this and you're going to mess it up because you want to be a moron. There's no remorse whatsoever from me, either these two boys or anybody that watches this show. And I hope anybody out there, I don't really, I mean, I'm a guy for second chances for certain things. You can redeem yourself to a certain extent, but. When it comes to something like that, it's really hard to really see any positive for you or or wish for much. Um, So I'll take the next one. Chris D'Elia, another weird kind of thing here as well. You all know what what happened with him. Comedian, really funny guy, uh, even actor for a little bit. Hilarious guy even. And unfortunately was caught up in some shit, you know, with sexual harassment and you know i'm pretty sure it was like sexual assault i'm pretty sure it was a rape allegation as well and you know the pornography stuff as well so here it, it pretty won't get into it much but it's like he allegedly is violated pornography laws it's just child
1: child,
0: when there's smoke there's fucking fire so much shit surrounding this guy and I'm going to just have to believe something's true. Like, I feel like he's just a fucking creep. That's just me personally. I I think he's hilarious. He doesn't take away from his work. It's just as a person, clearly, like when there's smoke, there's fire and there's multiple allegations. So it's it's not looking good for our boy. You know what I
2: mean? It sucks. But I mean, fuck people like that. Like, man, I mean, I just feel like, you know, just. Pedophilia is like got too normalized to where like, I don't know what the fuck it's is going wrong. So with
0: disgusting. Yeah, it's and it's like human trafficking and all this stuff has like become like he mentioned almost normalized like to where it's not even that shocking when you're hearing of stuff like this, where we're in 2021 uh, there's just a lot more problems than meets the eye that we need to continue to figure the fuck mm-hmm. out as a society. And there's certain good people out there. That's why I gravitate towards the good ones. Of course, but there's just some shit going on out there, guys. So fucking stay vigilant. Stay on it, guys. Well, it's a crazy place, man. Crazy and
1: shit. People are yeah. getting
2: canceled for a lot less than They're
1: pedophilia. Canceled. Like, why is that? Jonah Hill go off on the media for talking about, about, about his shirt on when he was surfboarding.
2: Yeah it was like a
1: smart like ass remark I don't even remember exactly what the headline was but like it was smart ass about like Jonah Hill showing his like body and his tattoos and like Jonah Hill everybody knows what Jonah Hill looks like like it's not right. a shock to anybody but like growing up being bullied for that shit and like being called names and you know things of that nature he was like I don't really give a fuck what you gotta
2: say anymore like
1: <laughs> pretty much to the media <laughs>
2: I just watched fucking grandma's boy like a couple days ago. He was so fucking huge compared to what he is right now. And he's still being body shamed, you know, like, I mean, that's, what's fucking ridiculous. Like we got all these things about, you know, not body shaming women. Like, why is it okay to body shame men? Like, I mean, what, what are you doing to like younger people who like look up to Jonah Hill and they're like, damn, he's not even that, he's not even that big, you know? And just like, I don't know. All all it is is fucking up younger people because he's sure. he's already secure with what he was like. All his comments, you know, like I'm fine. and he,
0: and, he already, and like you mentioned, he lost tons of weight. He had yeah. a dramatic transition, and you're gonna shit on him still. Like he didn't do any of that stuff. Like he's still the stubby, funny dude that we all knew when he was young. He he made that. He got into a more serious roles. Wolf of Wall Street, although was still obviously a comedy, hundred percent, dude. What the fuck is that, dude? And you said it best. Like, why are we body shaming anybody, man, woman? Why are we being racist to anybody? Why are we going at anyone for any of this shit? Like, if you're a pedophile, like Chris D'elia might be, and you are someone that hits people, like hits women and shit. That's something where I can have that conversation where it's like, yo, he's fucking dead to me, kind of thing. Like, what? Fuck those kind of people. Like Hustler said, but what the fuck, dude? Like, what has Jonah Hill ever done to anybody? Like, besides <laughs> just be a funny, good dude? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's like, just, like, like, why are you stepping on? And he, I'm glad he Jonah said Hill, something.
1: If there's if there's some, if you have something wrong with Jonah Hill, you can fuck off. Everybody loves what the Jonah.
0: Fuck, Hill? dude. Like, who hurt you to not like Jonah Hill and try and call him fat? Like like who fucking cares if you're skinny or a little bit fucking larger and shit like you know what i mean i gotta pack on some fucking pounds i'm way too fucking skinny right now like i i wish i was a little bit more plump like what the fuck is that dude like i don't know i'm all for for fuck the fuck the media for that shit so illinois looking sorry my dog my dog going crazy but uh, illinois looking to prohibit the sale of all violent video games what do you think about this i feel like there is quite a lot of fucking video games with violence in it. So what do you think?
2: It's a little wild. I mean, it's kind of, it's tough because shit has gotten a little bit out of control to where like a video game is like, you know, an R-rated movie and an X-rated movie all combined, you know, if we're talking about like a Grand Theft Auto or something. Right. Right and parents are going to buy it for their kids or whatever, but like that's on them. If they're going to buy it for their kids without like knowing what the hell they're buying too. So I don't know how outlawing stuff like that is doing it doing it justice, you know, at all. I I just don't understand.
0: And what what, what are you opening this black market for people in Illinois? Like they can't just go to the next state and go buy a shit ton of video games and sell them to people. Like what, what are you doing here? This isn't some countrywide ban. I'm sure I could ship my boy a GTA you could ship weed across the country if you really want to get smart I'm sure I can put a GTA copy in a fucking box and send it to my homeboy in Illinois and say have some fucking fun my guy Like, yeah, good for you, good for you Illinois what the fuck is this it's so dumb what? dude I it's just thought it was so hilarious is that COD it. too Is that would that be like shooting video games like COD
1: no I guess that would be more real real is realistic so i don't wow. think so but i would say like obviously great depth auto would be on that so, list so, shoot, so that sh- I
0: mean. a simulation of shooting people in real life wouldn't be worse yeah. than clearly <laughs> driving around and picking up fake hookers <laughs> well, i mean maybe God,
1: but then you gotta think right. about well take away fortnite like i mean it, I, I mean stuff. if you're gonna take if you're gonna take one away why not just take them all and <laughs> make this fucking <laughs> korea Any game that
2: has... What the the fuck is this? First-person shooter, all of those are out. Like, every first-person shooter is out. That's
0: so funny and unnecessary, Illinois. Be better. Just be better. (laughs) So, Creighton head basketball coach apologizes for plantation analogy to the team. Did you read it? Did you read the statement? No, I want you to tell me about it, because regardless of what the statement says... right, right, right. I'll try and pull it up right away without even seeing the statement, just knowing that it's something about a plantation comment. Like clearly I already, um, this guy's under my fuck fuck this guy category. He's definitely under my fuck this guy category.
1: Nah. Yeah. So take, take it, take it away while I, while I look it up. I don't remember what he said, but he said something about plantation. You can't speak about that. Like, at all so why are you even bringing it up uh it's a stupid choice you probably lost your team you probably might have even lost your job um so if he does if those things do happen then you know good for for the university in doing so but um we'll see what happens with him i think he's definitely lost his team i don't think there's any way they um can bounce back from that i mean that's tough if you're unless like he apologized to them separately and like things were different than the apology put out you know we'll
2: see You better have Uh, a strong bond with your squad to overcome something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Not even just that. The fans, people that like college basketball, here we go. It's right here. He said, Greg McDermott says, Guys, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation. So the I need everyone to stay on the plantation. If it ended there, that's still terrible. But at that point, I I see he doubled down there and said, "I don't want anyone to leave the plantation either." This guy's racist as fuck. So yeah, there's no apology enough to say this. We're not gonna. We're not a. We what do we do on this show, Caleb? We keep it blunt. That's what this show is called. Not just smoking yeah. blunts. That's it's a double negative I think he's
1: probably right. Fuck should.
0: this, dude. It's twenty twenty one, dude. We just went through this, and we're gonna continue to try and progress forward as a society. But are you you really gonna make this comment, especially when you clearly have black basketball players on your team that sign commitments to you? And clearly the whole time you're looking at them just as members of the plantation. They can't leave the plantation. Like I, I don't see how this is salvageable in any way
2: personally. Well, here's the one thing that I am glad about. If someone's that openly racist, you can just kick them the fuck out. I mean, he's probably been hiding in the weeds for so long and you know, who knows what he's been doing to people. So I I commend him for being openly racist to just get kicked the fuck out.
0: hundred percent. Just like that UCLA, guy we were talking about last week, Caleb, where you said they saw tweets from him or like messages and he was yes. talking about it in conversations and videos. And it's like, if you're just being a racist piece of shit at all times, then you're asking to what did we say last time, not just get canceled, but to be painted as that kind of person to society, mm-hmm. lose the opportunities that you've set up for yourself. Good for you. Continue being racist publicly so you can lose all your jobs and Continue to lose your friends because they realize you're not the person they all thought you were. Um, So we'll move on to our next one, which another tough subject here with Tiger Woods. You know what happened with him with the car accident. Really, really tough situation there. Transcending golfer. Had his issues, of course, off in personal life but that's his own personal life when it comes to his what he did and not just that he's a father good father as well you saw him golfing with his kid just a great guy honestly someone that had we've grew up just idolizing in a sense as well especially from the perspective of of that sport so it really sucks when you saw that we all thought for a second we might have lost tiger too so that was gnarly and obviously luckily that didn't happen but the every golfer At War, Red on Sunday at the WGC Workday Championship to honor and support Tiger, and a lot of them did different nods as well. I know Caleb's a more of a golf guy than I am personally, but I do like golf. I just I saw Tiger at the Genesis Open with my uncle and cousin Lucas, like what two years ago. So I was following him doing that thing too. So I mean, I I had VIP passes there and stuff. So I've I've done my fair share. You know, I I do dabble in all the sports, of course. And when it's Tiger, a crowd follows. It's an amazing thing to see, and you could see the kind of mark that he had on all of these golfers as well. you I don't know what golfer this was in particular. I'm sure you do, Caleb. But the one that did that backwards hat thing and then is switched tight, it yeah. back, unique. To well, yeah, if you now yeah, that was his name. Yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. I thought that was awesome. I mean, I'll let you take yeah. it away, Caleb, as, as my <laughs> golf guy. But you know, shout out to the PGA for, for that awesome novelty. I wish all I wish
1: all of them were red but not like every single one of them did just because they didn't like bring have a red shirt with them like for the trip at all or they didn't weren't able to get one. Or they inside. just didn't have a fucking target and within a five mile radius. Yeah, yeah but you know they, they have to be like their sponsored shirts or whatever. So whatever. Right. Um but yeah a lot of these guys were wearing red which is awesome to see Tony Fina wears hat backwards like Tiger did. Um it was cool um yeah i mean it's a it's a well done match uh i forget his name Matsu, not matsuyama um real young kid who just won pg he won the one out in uh in cali i forget the name of it but um he won by like three strokes so oh, uh, more
0: morikawa Marik-
1: Marik- morikawa um there you go it yeah. just came to me so um yeah good for him i like the kid uh he had a really good statement on tiger um so that was cool about how much he meant to him and he was like right. we just lost so many people i just don't think we take the time to say thank you um like i just want to say thank you to tiger and everything that he's done for me for all of these golfers and like this is a very well said statement and i was like damn i like this kid a lot uh, and it was cool just to see everybody out there wearing red supporting him you know everybody thought he we could have lost him so um scary situation Glad he's okay. Glad he's recovering. Um, hopefully we see him back on the golf course, but that's the last thing I'm on my mind right now.
2: Yeah, the I, got a cool, is good. I, got, I got a cool tiger story. So I live in San Diego, Torrey Pines. That, that's, his, uh, that's his shit. That's his spot. So in 2008, um, one of my buddies who was an amateur golfer at the time, his mom for like a birthday present got him tickets to the U.S. Open. And for the very first day, he didn't have anybody to go with. He's like, hey, you want to go? So got to go to the U.S. Open. Uh, that was I think he's won one tournament since then, but that was a, that was the last big one that he won for the longest time. The crowds were freaking wild, like just around his t- wherever he was, there was a freaking crowd. It got to the right. point where I literally just went like a few holes ahead just because it was so wild just to like. Right. That's why I did. The on.
0: Genesis Open. Absolutely. That
2: was yeah, like it's crazy. crazy that was the only way to do it. And so, but I ended up getting like a really cool spot on like a grandstand. Um, It was, uh, it was one of his more epic holes of the entire tournament too. So I don't even know how it worked out the way that it did, but he like, he shanked, shanked it off the tee. It was uh, it was a par three shanks it off the tee goes like right, right into the tree or something. And then just from out of nowhere, just sinks it in and still birdies the hole. Like it was just like wild. Everybody was going crazy for it. And so it was uh it was cool. That was my one tiger moment where I got to see one <laughs> yeah. more epic holes in, uh, in his last tournament and uh, his last winning tournament. That's sure.
0: awesome. Seriously. And I shout out to Tiger. I hope he's gonna make it out and not even return back to golf, but just live a great rest of his life and make it a hundred percent great recovery. That's all we can hope. Soldier Boy, Randy Orton beef. Tell me
1: about this yeah. This Is this hilarious? Um, so Soldier Boy called Yay. WWE called WWE fake, and Randy Orton responded. I forget. Oh, what happened? To that, but I thought it was funny. That's
0: hilarious! Soldier Boy back in the headlines. Do you guys realize he got? I'm pretty sure all of his face tattoos removed, so he looks. No, I didn't know that. Super different, or at least some of them. He just looks like so I,
1: I I think Randy Ward said something along the lines like about something with his music being fake. Like you're like not that big. Like <laughs> like dogging on him somehow.
2: I mean. I don't, The one thing that I don't get is, I mean, I'm huge into wrestling. Like, man, back in the Attitude Era, like WWF, like, you know, when Stone Cold and The Rock were in their heat. I mean, it's a scripted show, yeah, but, like, the outcomes may be determined, but I don't know how you can consider any of that, like – Fake. I mean, if you saw any of the the ladder matches, I mean, you I can't. Mean, really you ever,
1: remember, I remember Jeff Hardy fucking diving, doing fucking back? Yeah, no.
2: I, I I look off I look of a top like, steel
1: cage onto somebody on the table. They're like, like stuntmen. They're, they're like stuntmen. Yeah, they're actually crazy. actors
0: and can carry a storyline and put their body at risk. Like that's pretty much how I look at them. Athletes, of course, but stuntmen. Were it's not fake at all, hundred percent. Yeah, like, that's.
2: It's like Brad Pitt versus uh um and Leo in um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like Leo's right. the fake one, like Brad Pitt's the one who's like really real, but nobody really yeah. knows about
0: him. <laughs> right. So we got two chains, Lil Baby versus Quavo and Jack Harlow in a basketball game on Saturday. We take taking? So this, we take it. I'm gonna take Quavo and Jack Harlow.
1: Because yeah, I Quavo
0: yeah, Cueva was a boss with sports, and Jack Harlow has been hooping lately. Tell me, you guys saw that interview he did with Drewski? So it was like after it was after a game. It, it was the funniest thing. He he was just hitting on him the whole time. It was all totally a joke. But he would be like, you know, you know, Drewski, that big ass dude, um, that big black dude, he's fucking hilarious. Makes all those uh, YouTube videos and stuff. I'll show you guys no, who he is a little bit. But he has like- I will, but he literally was interviewing, was like pretty much asking about the game. And Jack Harlow was like, Bro, I, I, you're just so fucking sexy, bro. And he was like, Yo, what? He was like, Bro, I literally, I can't even keep my eyes off you, bro. Like, what the fuck? He's like, dude, <laughs> dude, just like, Yo, is this guy for real? Like, I'm here to talk to you about the game. And he was like, Bro, I've been waiting so long for this fucking moment. Like, holy <laughs> shit, bro! Like, dude, it was the funniest thing you've ever seen, bro. He's just trolled the whole time. Jack Harlow's fucking funny. He's yeah, fucking dude, I funny. Like, I like
1: Jack Harlow. i a mean, uh, I listen to his music and stuff, so I like Jack Harlow. He was just on um, or which we call it, library, quiet library, or whatever that thing is.
2: Right. Where they yeah, sing in the. Little- I think yeah. I, I think it's so funny. I'm and I'm betting against I think,
1: two chains. He just doesn't look yeah. like an athlete to me. Yeah, not no, anymore. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Two, chains, two chains played D one basketball. Can oh. I
0: can I explain? Can I explain to you what two chains did in D one basketball? Because I looked it up already. Yeah. He yeah. averaged like three or four points a game, it was like three <laughs> points and like one rebound and like some shit like that. So like homeboy sucked ass. So <laughs> we're just gonna say that straight up shout out for you going to he was to just talking
1: Yeah, he's he's just he's
0: he's just tall. He's just tall. That's it. He had the build.
1: He's gonna be struggling. He smoked a fucking ounce before the
0: game and he's trying to hoop. Like, you serious right now? There's no way that the edibles in your system are gonna help you. Like that's not pre-workout, dog. Like Cueva, we just talked about him starring with De Niro in that movie as well. So now he's gonna go hoop again. Like he's just so all over the place which is so cool to see the kind of talents that he has in so many different areas uh, do you think little
1: baby's, think Lil baby's well, good
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna shit on little baby because i've never seen him play you know like I'm ne- i didn't think j cole would be as good as he was until i saw him hoop like you never know how good these guys are until you actually see them but he just I don't doesn't know, look man. good <laughs> Jack Harlow's been hooping. So there's no way that they're going to stack up Quavo and Jack Harlow if Lil baby's ass and two chains wasn't that good in college and is way old now. So like, there's no way that that, that's going to (laughs) be fair. Unless Lil baby's kind of wet. I feel like he's got to be wet. Yeah. He's Um, probably really quick. He's probably fast. So, you know, in LA, I'm one of the biggest Kobe guys in the world, growing up with him, of course, star in LA, big part of LA culture. Rest in peace to, you know, the being the goat. So Kyrie, who is clearly vocal all the time. We know Kyrie. He's doing his thing. He says that he wants Kobe to be the new NBA logo. Obviously, it's been a thing on Twitter. We've seen it. What do you guys think about Kyrie trying to pitch Kobe to be the official logo for the NBA? Are you for it
2: or not? I'm for it. I mean, if he was still here, I, I don't think that this would even be in conversation. But him being being gone now, I mean, it's something where it, it's a little bit of a passing of the guards. I mean, not that Jerry West wasn't like one of the best who's ever played the game. But right, we're, we're in a different, uh, you know, it's a different time now. And if we're going to try to attract some more youth, you know, take the NBA to the next level globally. I just feel like Kobe being the face of it, it is, is definitely a good thing. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. You're
1: talking about it like that. I mean, you talk about globally, your, your sales are going to go through the roof. So just, you know, financially speaking, that's a positive for you. I mean, but at the end of the day, it makes total sense because of what Kobe has meant to so many different people. Um, and being able to do that and honor him that way and fashion um, goes a lot further than, you know, Jerry West does on that logo. So, um, yeah, Jerry West is a good player, but um, Kobe and the way he went out and the – admiration and inspiration that he provided people were beyond what Jerry West probably ever did in in his lifetime as a whole.
0: Right. And and Kobe being as transcendent as he is as an individual as well. But one thing that I will point out is that the NBA will never admit that Jerry West is the logo. They've never paid Jerry West or the West family a dime for him being on the logo. So that's one thing they used his silhouette without actually announcing that they used it and never will so what i see is there's two things to this one vanessa bryant who is very vocal about what she finds acceptable and what she would prefer not out there and stuff which is great because she deserves everything that she needs and however she needs it so for us to be able to respect that as a society is clearly the best move possible so first off to see if this is something that she'd even want to even have the conversation with about it have to be, you know, up to her and, and everything like that. And with the NBA, as, as cheap as they are and not paying Jerry West and not having that ever be clearly announced, who knows if they'll even entertain the idea of having to do that and potentially compensating the Bryant family, which is sad because as an NBA pitching as the NBA family, they should do that. That would be a great gesture to be able to financially help in, in any any way they can. Although, clearly, they're not uh, in then financial help necessarily. But that would be, or fi- financial need. But that would say that would be an awesome gesture. And like you mentioned, Caleb, ticket sales would continue to go up. Jersey sales would go up like crazy. You'd want to go get any jersey that had that new patch on it and stuff like that. So I think internationally in China, Kobe's been. Such a big name, and people idolize him out there in so many places in the world. So I think international jersey sales would go up. I think it'd be a fantastic move. And Kyrie says a lot of outlandish things sometimes, says a lot of great things because Kyrie's a great person off the court, no matter what anybody really says. He's given back to so many different parts of different communities and he has strong opinions. So be so be it. And I, I respect Kyrie for a lot of different things, of course. And with him wanting this from a man from LA who grew up idolizing Kobe as well, I'd love to fucking see it personally. So we'll see. I think the NBA would be hard to even get that past them. Speaking of another NBA God in Los Angeles, LeBron James currently still here playing against Zlatan. I'm going to say, is it uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Ibrahimovic.
1: Yeah. I I
0: think I said it on the money. Yeah. I said it on the money. So, they had some beef here. I mean, obviously we try not to get too political again, but you know, LeBron with, he doesn't want to just shut up and dribble. He's more than an athlete. It's been something that he's deemed his, his mantras and and made campaigns around and done some amazing things. And he's been very vocal as well as thousands of other athletes with different things that have gone on throughout the last year when that came to black lives matter even really even the election because of how things were kind of going and with the white house with them visiting so clearly they had some part some say in in certain areas but so ibrahimovic pretty much says leave politics to politicians and and stick to your sport so i'm just going to open that up to you guys to ask you a caleb i'll start with you about what you think personally about his comments there and on LeBron coming back saying, you know, I'm educated on the matters. I'm the wrong person to come at because I do my research. That was his pretty much exact response. So well, what's your, what's your I opinion mean, on the matter?
1: It, if you have it, one. It makes complete sense for what he said. Point where, things where Zlatan is from aren't like they are here where that is like a more common thing for people to do is to stand up and speak up you know for what they believe in right. and so yeah, you know, that's what I put it as ultimately but if you like you were saying earlier if you don't know much on the matter don't speak on the matter and obviously Zlatan doesn't know enough about the matter to be able to speak on the matter else you would um, so that is what it is he also has in the past put like victims names like fake tattoos on himself and took his shirt off at a game in a match um before so that's standing for something so i don't know it's kind of out of left field from him
0: yeah i agree definitely weird and we're gonna move on to another very weird topic new york governor cuomo under multiple accusations of sexual harassment so if any of this is true he's gonna go right on that they can go fucking fuck 'em list, you know, piece of shit list that we've been creating throughout the show. <laughs> but, yeah, lots, have, of lots of pieces. I don't of have shit. much of an opinion because I, there hasn't shit. been another there hasn't been another accusation on this before. So it's not like Crystal where this is now multiple things and when there's smoke there's right. fire. So I'm not gonna be so quick to the trigger while it's well, there's been three but yeah. but yeah I mean again if there's three and there's all this stuff, you know, again, I feel like when there's smoke there's fire. I know with our system, you want to make sure you're, you know, innocent until proven guilty. But at the same time, if there's anything with sexual assault, anything with pedophilia, anything with racism, you can go right there on our list of go fuck yourself and we want absolutely nothing to do with you. So I don't know, not a big politician or a uh, politics guy personally, but hearing this kind of stuff, it's a man in power, it's always so eh to me. And it's just, it, you know, again, smoke, fire. That's how I see it. What do you think, there
2: I mean, just in politics, I mean, we all know that there's like dirty shit that goes on behind the scenes. Like, who knows if it's actually true. But like you said, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, some, <clears throat> it's not going to come up if it would 100%, like, if it just wouldn't fly. Like, people will be like, oh, no, there's no way. But none of these politicians are squeaky clean. So, I mean, if there's like even 1% of doubt, like, yeah, like, you should. You should be taken out of, you know, just should be chopped down at the knees and have to prove that it's not the way that it is just to get back, like, on top. I mean, it it sucks. And I have one more before you move on, like, uh, someone to add to this shit list of uh, news. <laughs> Kellen, uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. got sentenced to 14 years for all his different, like, rape charges and all oh, that. Dude. That's it? It should have been more. From I think it was oh, like four God. or five different like people or something Real. that that came out about him. But yeah, there was a bunch of shit about yeah. him. This scumbag. That's fucking
0: shit, man. Uh, again, it, that's not just smoke and fire. There clearly was. He was <laughs> being put to trial for that. Everything was showed. So he's right there at the top of the piece of shit list for us that we've created on that. Isn't the title of the episode "Piece of Shit List" with <laughs> Hustler? You know what I mean? And and life with Hustler. So. I got, uh, it's not showing up cause we stream on multiple places again. If you're not on YouTube, check us out on Facebook, check us out on Twitch, check us out on Periscope still. I believe they're folding at some point, but it's still going right now. I have someone in my stream on Facebook that I can't pull up cause it's not on the unwrap stream, Lauren, Rebecca, someone I went to college with saying hi, Perry babes with a heart. So appreciate the love. What's up girl. How are you? Thank you for tuning into the show. Very much appreciate that. Lauren, for sure. So I'll message you after to see what you thought about the show. We'll connect. So I appreciate that. Um, oh, yeah. And remember as well, if you appreciate us, you need to go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash unwrap sports. Again, check that out. We're going to pull it up for you right here. We have multiple tiers for a dollar a month. You can support us for doing our thing. It's a dollar that's $12 for the year. Buy us a meal, if if, if that's anything for the year, and tell us what's up. We don't give perks for that. That's just to hopefully support us, show us your love. The Unwrapped family right there, $5 a month. You get 10% off our shop at teespring.com slash store slash unwrapped. We have Keeping It Blunt Apparel. We have all this stuff from the network, beautiful designs on there. So please go check it out, men's, women's, teespring.com slash store slash unwrapped. 10% 10% off there. access to our 24 seven Patreon only discord chat, which hustlers in, I know a bunch of us are in there where it's the first month for it. So it's growing. Um, of course, you know, we appreciate everyone that's jumped in already. We're going to keep adding people in there, keep bringing up cool conversations, talking about tons of different stuff. Hustler sees the different things we talk about every day. Um, and there's Jersey gives away after this episode, I'm going to be deciding who gets that Keenan Allen signed Jersey from month one. And I'm going to be showing you guys the David Montgomery, sign Jersey all over social media starting tomorrow. I'll be pulling it up. We'll be doing videos cause that's going to be for the next month and I'll be announcing the winner as well. So that's going to be for the $10 one there as well as 20% off and that discord chat that you're going to be in with us. And we also do a $10 Amazon card giveaway for both the $5 and $10 tier as well. So again, patreoncom slash unwrapped sports. We appreciate you checking us out on there please go support us and what we do we we have a great time doing it so uh moving on to the next topic here mr potato head going gender neutral i'm just gonna open this up to caleb
1: first what do you think bro take this away pretty wild i mean there's a bunch of shit being canceled right now that i never would have even imagined would be canceled in my lifetime like i like oh wow that's interesting um it is what it is, but wow. nobody said anything about Mrs. Potato Head. So I, like, like, uh, is it like is that a gender as well? So if you're gonna like, at least do it even. But uh, <laughs> cool, I think it's funny. <laughs> it's a toy. Think- There's
2: no gender. It's <laughs> a <laughs> toy. Like, like,
1: what I'm what I'm imagining, dude, is like what I'm imagining is like you go to the you go to the store, or whatever. Like you take your kid down the aisle with like the action figures to give us a potato head. Right. Potato head is just potato head. And then you got to buy like a separate pack with like genitals and you get to choose which one you get to put on right your <laughs>
0: Potato Head. I uh, I'm all, I'm all for transgender. I'm all for general mutual pronouns, everything. I'm LGBT. I'm all for it, all of that. hundred percent. And I, I get that there's certain things that should be changed. certain things that shouldn't, I'm not going to say it shouldn't be if people feel so strongly against it, but I think I'm with <laughs> Caleb on, it's just kind of funny because yeah, I, I guess I just didn't expect Mr. Potato Head to be in the headlines. Like, th- If you would have asked me at the beginning of our show, this is episode eight, if you would have said two months ago, w- would we talk about Mr. Potato Head, about his gender in any capacity throughout our <laughs> show? I would have <laughs> said, why the fuck would we be doing that? But it's because there's notable news. So it's just funny and we're fully supportive of – if it's something that people are passionate about and something that they want to make the change for, do it. You know, go for it. It's just we yeah, right. it. we weren't ex- we weren't expecting it. I guess is really our thing. You guys have to understand. Caught, we come from
1: a time where we like it, oh, it, it caught us off it's guard, good.
0: guys. Yeah, it's, <laughs> not like it's, it's like it caught me. I, I saw this. It's like Caleb. I had no idea. Like I, I feel bad now for addressing him as Mister Potato Head for as long as I did. Now uh, it's I, it should just have just Twitter been say that. I'm like, oh God, that's crazy. That's nuts, man. I love this world that we live in. I really do. <laughs> so, this is how the
2: Mandela effect, like 10 years later, like people would be like, was it really called Mr. Potato Head? And then like everything's going to be erased from like Mr. Potato Head, like everywhere. <laughs> no,
1: I'm telling you, know, Mr. Potato
2: Head.
1: So, yeah. Like,
0: yeah R.I.P. I. Mr. Potato Head. We're on to the Potato Head gender neutral amazon switches the look of the app icon <laughs> after people compare it to hitler's mustache i'm jewish <laughs> i never once thought this was anything having to do with hitler's mustache or or re- anything against my religion i'm so confused how people <laughs> took offense to this and i looked at it again i said i i don't get it it's it i guess but that's what's upsetting you? How long have we been stuck at home for, for this to be the top of the worry for some people? What do you guys think about
2: Amazon with uh, <laughs> changing, their, changing their look? Someone has a lot of time on their hands. Like you That's said, Like fun. people That's are at fun, home. Dude. They're very bored. <laughs> I, I don't get the information. <laughs> I'm not Jewish, but I don't get the correlation to, to <laughs> like, that. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like what is this? It's
1: just like one of those generic like shapes you pull off of word and stick on <laughs> just oh, stick on so just like
0: people, man. People, you man. This is so fucking funny. I love that we went from the potato head concept into the Amazon Hitler mustache icon controversy. That's just quite the transition there. Amazon apparently do better. Although I think <laughs> you did nothing. I did, you did nothing, but you know, good for you. Yeah, that, it, that, it, that it, that always it's always disaster control now. No matter what, if someone says one thing negative, you're like, all right, let's just say, let's just get out of this. Let's do, like, can we just change it? <laughs> by, like, oh, can we change it to like a white screen with like an A? Would that work for you? We could just do it. <laughs> like, but Amazon starts with an A. Would that work? And they're like, Nah, man. Like A is like the wor- first letter of this that's offensive to certain things. They're just like, <laughs> Fuck, man. I just, I just wanted to do an A on on a white background. So apparently, <laughs> yeah, but people people just get way too worked up nowadays. We're moving on to Instagram likes. Take this one away, Caleb. We were talking about this one earlier. Okay, right? so they're back. They're this back. Off guard. What they're- happened?
1: I don't know. Apparently they shut them off for like a period of time on accident for like everybody. So yeah. I guess they're like trying to set up a setting where you can and then shut him, shut him off for everybody. <laughs> and I, I was on a phone call with Perry today and Perry, you had me laugh my ass off at work. You were like, I was just like, I know my homeboys are cooler than that. Why they only got like two people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I literally looked and said, it's been seven hours. My, my boy is popping. Like my, my boy does does life right? And that's a cool photo. I think he did the whole posting shit right. And my boy's got one like, you're going to tell, or no, he had no likes. I said, you're going to tell me he got no likes on this shit. So I thought it was like, I swiped up just keep keeping going. I'm like, all right, this is just fucking weird at that point. But I didn't look into it too deep. So I was super high and just thought, all right, Instagram must have done crazy show. All my boys are just like it felt. They fell off hard. Like my boys are down hard. I haven't posted in a minute. So I thought Instagram rather R.I.P. us all with having any attention, and any look. They were just like, you know what? We're all in the same playing field now. No one knows if you put in years on these platforms to see how much attention you get. We're just gonna have everyone there on the same level. Swiping with no one liking anything. Everyone's just gonna be there in purgatory and just look at these fucking photos and memes and have a good time together, guys. Like no
1: one can like anything. It's gonna turn into like a Reddit meme page. Like you like people aren't gonna post pictures on there anymore. There's gonna come out with a new app they're gonna be like, oh shit. I'm like I'm pulling it up right now. I'm seeing if it's back. All right. It it's is back. Back. It's it's back. back. It's back. Well, it's back. People, like, people like people like seeing their likes.
0: Like we're down bad in 2020 and 2021, but not zero likes bad. We're not down bad like that. Come no, on, you. No. I'm still popping a little bit. We're still. I think no matter bit. how many
1: likes you get, you like your likes. Like you like your likes. Like that's at cool. that. At
0: that point, I'm liking my own photo. I'm like, all right, no one's liking my shit. Like, bet. Like, I'm just <laughs> gonna go
1: like my own thing. I, I'll just I'll just go fuck
0: myself then. How about that? Like, how about I just go and do my own thing? and I'll just go show myself some love. How about that? So we're gonna move on to. The new paid subscription service on Twitter, Hustler. Have you seen this? I haven't. No. It's very interesting. Twitter's been up to some stuff. They have Twitter Spaces, and they're doing testing with it with certain people, where it's almost a clubhouse. That I don't know if you guys have a clubhouse or not. If if you don't, I actually have a couple of invites. If you have an iPhone, I'll totally hit you with that. Um, yeah. Do you have a Do you have an iPhone, Hustler?
2: Yeah, I got Clubhouse, and All I right. know what you're talking about now, and yeah. I have. So yeah, I just didn't correlate
0: it. Yeah, it's like a little thing in there, and you can hang out in a space. So I haven't. I jumped into two. They weren't really doing much. I was just there with some other people, and it was interesting. You can try to be a speaker, or you can kind of just be there in the audience. So Twitter Spaces is cool, and they're gonna try and do a paid subscription system where you can maybe get if that's like five dollars a month for. I don't know if that's all your content or premium content where at that point that would almost be a Patreon that's kind of integrated into Twitter itself and kind of like a YouTube. So I think it's a very interesting concept um, to try and see um, you know, how we got, the, we got the kid appearance. So what's what's the kid's name? Noble. Oh, I like that. What a name, bro. You got Noble? I love that. So what's, what's your last name? Marino. Oh, noble Marine, bro. You got to get this guy acting in like two seconds. Dude. Like, <laughs> be, you set him up, dude.
2: He's yeah, a at superstar. Least he yeah. He already knows like Michael Jackson dances and got like the routines down. Oh. He's four years old. Oh man. Oh yeah. Kid
0: success. I'm all for kid yeah. success at an early age. That.
2: That's, that's, that's phenomenal. Either. You got
0: daddy hustler over here. Who's always a like, killing it. So <laughs> I would pay, for certain people on twitter i think i think if it was to support if that was buddies you know if that was to support connections of yours if that was to pay for someone that you very much enjoy that might be a bigger personality social figure of some sort i feel like that would be pretty cool if that just ended at a donation system i would still be okay with that because if you don't you don't have to donate to get their content but if you want to hit them with some money that's, it's almost like on Twitch, when they hit affiliate, you can hit them with a subscribe or you know, use your Amazon subscription thing on that, hook them up kind of thing. So it's very similar to that. A lot of these social sites are taking different parts of other social sites, integrating it into their own to try and create one community on there with all the functions of, it's a copycat world we live in. Uh, it's an imitation world that we live in. And that's where mm-hmm. you see what's working around you and what the people want and you try and integrate it into a place that you already have an audience at and try and then in hopes have people coming in in bigger groups from outside you know to now have a part of that platform that they didn't have previously that they went to Clubhouse for but they're always on Twitter and maybe this might be as sufficient I don't know if it's as scalable as Clubhouse where like with Twitter spaces and stuff but I think Twitter's up to some cool stuff and I think Twitter's the coolest platform personally. I think it's where you connect with the most people. You can do a lot of different things with Twitter. With that being said, I'm I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. I, I tried to dabble in TikTok in a sense. I'm on Sportsme, which will lead us into our next quick ad, which remember to go download for the Sportsme app. It's where we're dropping our takes. It's on Android and iOS. Um, so make sure you're checking that out, Apple, Apple, and Android. There's no excuse for you not to go check it out. And it's where you're dropping takes. It's just like a sports TikTok right now. A lot of innovation coming with it. You can battle one-on-one with certain people for different things and it's 30 seconds or less. So for anyone there with a goldfish capacity to retain information for very long, we got you. This is less than a minute. (laughs) Jump on while you're taking a shit in the morning and find out what the fuck people are thinking on sports me. So go check it out. Unwrap Sports is on there. Go type in USN in the search bar. You're going to see all of us there. Rum Boys, if Hustler's not on there, we're going to bug him until he does get on there. Yeah, Caleb, of course, is on I there. We're like talking to all different types I'm of subjects like out it. there, too. There's a lot of fantasy heads on there as well. And you just jump on real quick. Like you could even do it, literally mute this for a second, pass it to Caleb and say, what's up? I'm on keeping it blunt, doing my thing. We're talking about this subject. What do you guys think? And opening it up to that community. So go check it out at SportsV, the first true sports community social platform that's modernized, like TikTok, things along those lines. It's going to be very visually appealing for people that are used to those type of things. So go check out SportsMe, and we're all for the Twitter subscriptions and the, the Twitter spaces and all these different things, which is pretty awesome if you ask me. So yeah. before we move into our puff puff pass, we're going to remind everybody again to go check out mybookie.ag and go sign up with code USN100 sports book, live betting, casino, and racing. You can do everything on there. They're going to have bracket contests, all types of stuff. If you haven't signed up yet, USN 100 at sign up, it will get you double your money, $50 all the way to a thousand. You'll be a degenerate with unwrapped sports at mybookie.ag. We'd love to see you on there. And if you're looking for any kind of fantasy content, of course, you need to be checking out my boy, Fantasy Football Hustler right down here. And you can check him out at Hustler420 on Twitter and tell them where they can find you everywhere else hustler plug what you got going on before we move on to our last segment
2: same handle on Twitter Facebook Instagram and then on YouTube and twitch it's just fantasy football hustler spelled out Apple podcast same yeah yeah I'm everywhere I, I'm on discord so we got got a patreon going as well cool. I'm, I'm 24-7 fantasy football, so that, that's one thing that I'm doing that I don't think there's anybody who's putting in as much time as me into it. I'm brand new in the game, so I'm building up a community, not necessarily just like pumping out articles or you know videos, but building a huge, huge community right now, and I'm loving that aspect of it.
0: You can see it right next to his face right there, Hustler 420 on yeah. Twitter. Again, find me, at Perry Aston, and CHS Noel. We're going to move into our puff up movie edition and we're gonna let you know how this works here so if you haven't been with us before just like hustler i haven't broken down to him yet and wanted to do it live as well as anybody else that's in here right now we appreciate you watching us of course spending your wednesday night with caleb and myself it's always phenomenal smoking up a little bit I have a fantastic guest today so Hustler, we appreciate you coming on man you're absolutely yes, phenomenal sir. and we're yes, going to to bring you on closer to fantasy football rookie draft season for dynasty and things along those lines and continue to talk to you about where you're at there. But puff, puff, pass, guys. And this is going to get off you know, onto a different tangent here. So we're going to talk movies today. I set these up. I don't talk to Caleb about them. I just drop them. We just come in. We try to have our raw stuff here to where uh, we can hopefully see if we differ on things. A lot of the time we do. And puff, puff, pass would be that you're going to puff on two of these three choices, and you're going to pass on one of them. So you can live with two and one of them you have to choose that you can live without. And today we're going to talk movies. Are you a movie guy, my friend?
2: I'm a huge movie guy. You have no idea. <laughs> Before we move into the choices, what are your all
0: time favorite movies?
2: That's pretty tough. I mean, all time favorite movies. Uh, Jackie Brown's got to be one of them from Quentin Tarantino. It's my favorite cool. of his series. Uh It's tough. There's so many. Like I can't even put it on one. Like just put it this way. I have like two racks of like 600 DVDs, and at one point I couldn't pick out what to watch. I just started watching them in alphabetical order.
0: (laughs) I love love that. So I'm I'm a bit. I'm I'm going to move on to the options here for action, comedy, and horror. So you have three options. I know it probably differs on your mood. Of course, each night it's going to be different day. If you're one of those people that watches movies in the day, but for you guys right now is the last day you can ever watch a movie and you can pick two and pass on one. And I'm going to start with our guest hustler. Let me know which two that you're going to live with and which one you're going to live without.
2: This one's easy. It's action and comedy. I'm puff puffing on, and I'm okay. passing on horror. I'm not. A, I'm not a big horror guy. You know. I mean, I like to uh, have a little. A plot. I like to have a little bit of a plot with the story. So, I mean, it, sometimes it might be uh, more in the comedy as long as it's right. a good story. But yeah, uh, horror would be the one I'm passing on.
1: Okay, Caleb. I want to hear yours before I go to mine. All right. So I am pass or I'm puffing with you hustler on action 100 that's that's a, a go-to um but my favorite like type of movie or genre movie is like drama thriller or like like thrill like horror thrillers which like good ones so you're talking about like trying to think Fair of good movie. like horror movies like inception it's, like, really, really great done, like, greatly done. Um, no, is it exception of horror or action,
2: though? Yeah, that wouldn't horror. be a horror
1: movie.
2: I th- it is I th- a horror
1: movie. Why isn't it a horror movie?
2: I mean, when I think of a horror movie, I think it's of, like, of reality. Chuck- yeah. Chuck- or, Chuck- Are you thinking like- I think,
1: like, Scream. And I think
0: nah. horror. Or, like, uh, so, like, yeah, you yeah, say, like, horror. Texas Chainsaw Chase
1: Massacre. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, that. I, I'd still go with those because there's some classics, dude. Sure. Yeah, I like I horror. I mean, I like comedy too. but oh, you're passing
0: on horror and action.
1: Yeah, and then also I'm when you watch horror, comedy, uh, also man, when I'm you not watch not horror movies, movies like like it's like a girls like horror movies when they're with a dude, so it's like oh it works it out. I am absolutely shocked that you passed on comedy movies. That's I, that's. Well, Day. I just did it of to be different because I know you're choosing action and comedy too. So it's comedy great. is number
0: one. Like, let me just get that out of the fucking way. You know <laughs> me. I'm tr- I'm a funny fucking guy, and if if you don't think I'm funny, fuck
1: you. So
0: I, comedy is a hundred percent where I'm going. I enjoy Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell, all these different guys anyone that can put out a funny comedy all the way back to Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, any of this shit. It's just fun shit. It's, it's always good. There's levels to comedy. You can have bench warmers all the way to some dumb yeah, all the continued line of dumb shit. I think comedy has got to be number one. Uh, The Jim Carrey series every single time. Fantastic. You know, one of my favorite actors of all time. So comedy is number one. I'm going to go action number two. So uh, horror is, I'll watch a horror movie. I can watch a horror movie. And like Caleb said, specifically, usually when I'm with women or, or <laughs> something like that, or it's Halloween time or something like that, but I'm not going to watch horror movies consistently. If I was had to go out with two movies, I'm not going out with a horror. If if it was two movies, I'm starting out with an action and I'm going to ride off into the sunset with the comedy. I'm going to laugh my way into oblivion if this is the last day i can ever watch movies comedy is going to be my number one choice and action it's got to be number two for me and then horror's got to be what i pass on today so we do have uh connie in here saying if you watch horror <laughs> movies you have no friends so caleb i'm sorry you have Connie. Me.
1: connie don't don't forget you were texting me at like 3 a.m on a, on a friday night, me. bro. Yeah, you
0: have me. I'm your friend. Don't worry. And I think I can't speak for Hustler. He might hate you, but I think he's he's a friend of yours as well, too. So sorry about that, Connie. But <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought we had a good little difference of opinion here. This was good. A good great way to end out that show uh, with our Puff Puff Pass segment. We really appreciate everybody that's commented throughout the show. We're going to sign off today. We had a fantastic time with our boy Alex, fantasy football hustler. He's going to continue doing what He does 24-7. You can catch him at FF Hustler 420 on Twitter, practically everywhere. Fantasy Football Hustler on a couple platforms. But he's putting out a heat all the time, and he's 420 friendly. He's always keeping it chill, great vibe. So you need to check out our boy here for all of your fantasy content. You can see it right next to his face right there, FF Hustler 420 Of course, you can check us out right here, but Caleb and I want you to go follow the Keeping It underscore blunt twitter page that's where we are posting clips tweets different trippy videos things like that we have a lot of fun on there we're going to continue doing more and more on there unwrap sports twitter instagram you can find unwrapsports.com check us out on tiktok on sportsme again you need to check out just type in the word usn on the sportsme app tiktok takes for sports is practically what it is so we know you're all about it check us out we're dropping battles on there, doing our shit. So Sports Me is where we're going to be at. And again, you need to go check us out at our Patreon. If you fuck with us and you want to support what we got going on, patreon.com slash sports is where you can find us. The $1 tier right there, you can support us. We don't have any uh, t- uh, perks on that, but you can check us out and tell us you love us. $5 will get you into our Discord chat, 10% off the Patreon are 10% off the Teespring store at teespring.com slash store slash unwrap for all of our apparel. And you're going to be entered into a $10 Amazon card giveaway and the VIP, everything you just heard, but 20% off and the giveaway for a jersey every single month or signed memorabilia piece. We're giving away the Keenan Allen signed jersey tonight, and then we are going to be doing David Montgomery next month. So please go sign up. We appreciate all your support on there. So, Caleb, any last words for our people before we give the floor to Hustler and sign off tonight?
1: Um, thank you, Hustler, for joining us tonight, man. It was a pleasure having you on. I want to thank you for, you know, spending your hour and 45 minutes with us, man. That's that's real dedication. We appreciate you. Um, love to make this connection. Looking forward to, you know, fantasy football time, dynasty season. Uh, I'm going to couple with Perry, so I'm going to need some advice from you. Um, and, and we'll go from there. Man, I, I enjoyed having you on. Thank you for everybody tuned in. Um, if you don't turn into my Saturday standout show right before this, go watch it next week. It's on at on Wednesdays as well at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific. Obviously, go follow Keeping It underscore Blunt. On Twitter, it's where we post all kinds of things like Perry was talking about. Um, the Patreon's popping off as well. The Discord's popping off. Um, we got a lot going on, guys. Go just check out everything. You can follow me and Perry personally at our apps right there that you see below us. Um, and, yeah, man, I, I just had a great time. I uh, had fun getting stoned. Uh, I feel good right now. This perk was a little bit of changeup from what I've been, you know, yeah, not being able to we, smoke. We, so. we, we canceled uh, a lot of
0: people today. We added a lot of people tomorrow. We don't fuck with them lists. We did a lot of shit like that. We talked some Showtime stuff, little sports, you know, other news. So I thought it was fun. A lot of weird topics, but definitely a fucking fun show. And Hustler, tell our people where they can find you. I know already you can see right there, FF Hustler 420 but tell them what you got going on. Plug anything you'd like before we sign off
2: tonight. Fantasy Football Hustler, it's all I do. 2020, that was when I really started and just took everybody by storm. Q&A sessions. Nobody did as, as much uh, time with the people as I did. I was doing like two to four hours on a lot of times because I'm a man of the people. I'm, I'm giving back my time and it may not be in articles, but it's going to be in Vice in one way or another. Yeah. A lot of it's in video and podcast form. Got a huge community um, going on Patreon. I got Modern Memorabilia who's sponsoring us with a couple more giveaways. We're doing um, replica ring giveaways. So we just gave away... um the winner actually just got it. He got a 1995 Dallas Cowboy ring. His oh, win- man. I'm so
0: jealous right yeah. now.
2: So if right is- you didn't
0: give that to me personally, I would have driven to you and went and got that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Wow. You got to check that out 100%. Check out everything that he's got going on. He's got Hustler in his name for a reason. He's hustling more than anybody out there. 420 in there because he wants you to know. He's 420 friendly. You know, Caleb and I are so 420 friendly. It hurts. We're here every Wednesday. <laughs> 6 PM is what we're keeping it going. Schedules are getting a little crazy for me right now. So I'm going to see if Wednesday is going to be our day moving forward. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it works. I've been here, made sure me and Caleb have not missed a week so far. We made it happen. We're having a great time. Eight episodes deep. We've The last two months have been quite phenomenal. Remember, we're going to see you next Wednesday and always keep it blunt guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much. See you guys.